Cheers. Ah, bourbon from a mug. Ah, Shoney's and uh, Waffle Waffle House. House mugs, to be exact. Dude, these things are so thick you could like murder someone with them. <laughs> I mean, look at it. Why would you think that? Why would you want to murder someone with that? Because because it's Waffle, Waffle House and everybody's fighting. You know, Especially when you see videos from the internet and it's in a Waffle House, like they're they're scrapping. <laughs> it, there's nothing else going on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. We're recording once again, live from the Trap House. Today, we're doing something a little different. Uh, we're not smoking. We're drinking. We're switching it up. We're, we're doing... Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it won't replace the smoking, but it will be in addition to... You can enjoy the ice sounds. Listen to me drink with no ice sounds. <laughs> oh my god, Louie. So, I do have a topic today. One of the most common things we talk about on this podcast, I know it's funny that uh, everyone loves to ask us what we talk about on this podcast, and we just really had to be like, we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yeah. That shouldn't be that crazy, like... We don't have one track mind, so why would we do our podcast on one thing? Mm-hmm. But something that seems to be a continuing theme in the episodes we have put out, just this idea of like futurism and how we're trying to make things look like they're the future right now, mm-hmm. when in reality, we're really just not there yet. So, self-driving cars. Yeah. Did so, you, did I watched you see Elon's thing. What's Elon's thing? Uh, there was, because uh, he loves Twitter, as all egomaniacs do, and he put something out where he's talking about self-driving cars could solve traffic jams, and when you look at his uh, system that's running to like just kind of test it out, mm-hmm. where they have vehicles weaving through like eight-lane intersection, mm-hmm. there is no pedestrian crossing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So in Elon's world... Fuck people who walk. Get get a self-driving car. You must podcast for a living because you just segued perfectly into what I'm talking about. So, last year, there was an article that came out about how uh, self-driving cars are racist. And, you know, in, in 2021, that's, a, that's an attention-grabbing headline. Yeah, it is. But we also come from the era where... Uh, Videos such as air conditioning is sexist has come out. So you have to take everything with a grain of salt on the internet. Yeah. But I thought this was really interesting. So basically, about a dozen Teslas last year crashed into uh, emergency vehicles. And that is because like the, the flashing lights made it so that they just didn't know what to do. Oh, so, shit. So because of this... And because of what Preston was talking about, they're basically using, like, video and film, specifically animation, huh. which I think is interesting because they use kind of the same animation to detect people, animated films, as, you know, they would a car. How like, so? The, the algorithm's the same, basically. The, the technology's the same because uh, 
the animation softwares have to detect, okay, this is person and this isn't person. Okay, yeah. And yeah. they have to do that so uh, people can be rendered, you know, mm-hmm. the movements can be done correctly. It's basically just the opposite way around for this. Right. Now listen to this. Using these algorithms to train AIs is extremely dangerous because they were specifically designed to depict white humans. All the sophisticated physics, computer science, and statistics that undergird this software were designed to realistically depict the diffused glow of pale white skin and the smooth glint of long straight hair. In contrast, computer graphics researchers have not systematically investigated the shrine and gloss the the shine and gloss that characterizes dark and black skin or the characteristics of afro textured hair as a result the physics of these visual phenomena are not encoded in these hollywood algorithms okay so there, there's a lot to impact there. i get what it's saying though have you seen that ad for like uh the new pixel phone where it's like about how the camera detects all skin tones better like that is actually just a thing that exists that you wouldn't even really think about but in modern age those are some issues that you have to realize are there because they're very different you don't even really think about it but you know animated films all of entertainment really for the most part is designed for white people yeah so that's why they're designed character models for white skin and uh, I think it's interesting. So basically, it's like a, like an actual Hollywood animator who's mm-hmm. talking about all this. And uh, he talks about how uh, the behind the scenes of the movie Soul, which is a black yeah. animated film, they said that they were struggling to animate the black characters because there were just so many subtle nuances that didn't really apply that they had to change and yeah. fix and whatever. Well, a lot of the time, the way that animation is done, like, people will use pre-existing software Mm -hmm. and develop off of that for whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so, if they don't have any of that that's applicable to, because I assume that, like, most animated stuff, they're using, like, character models based around, like, motion detection Mm -hmm. and, like, have people actually doing stuff to animate around. Mm -hmm. Um... But if it's not able to detect those actors as well, and just, like, actually representing Mm -hmm. the skin tones that you're supposed to be showing as, like, an integral part of your story, that's just really interesting, yeah. And we could talk about, you know, the disparity between black, quote-unquote, movies and white, quote-unquote, movies in Hollywood. But at the end of the day, when uh, the software fails to detect a black person in animation they just have to change their storyboard they might have to do some take some extra time to fix it in real life you don't detect a black person and they get fucking ran over yeah which is crazy but like that also seems like a very i don't know i'm not surprised like that is how shit gets done and it'll pass Mm -hmm. through into like practice yeah. Before it's like, wait, can you even like see black people in your algorithm that you're using to operate a self-driving car? Mm-hmm. Apparently not. But like, 
nobody's deciding before it gets past the point of like actual product to test that shit out. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it can see all the white people. That's fine. That's that's probably literally how they set yeah. it up too. Is they had just like a bunch of white people just run through, yeah. and they and were like, yeah, be detected by the camera. And they're like, it's works. perfect. And I think you uh, did a good job of explaining like why did they did this. Like, I don't think this was like a purposely malicious. Way no, it's just able to, to get through. It's just easier to take existing algorithms from Hollywood shit because at the end of the day it saves them money and mm-hmm. the bottom line's all they're ever talking about. And time. I think this is interesting in like a systematic racism sense because, you know, racist people love to ask other people like define systematic racism. That's a if pretty good no explicit definition. racism uh then explain what systematic racism is and it's just so interesting how shit just trickles down because shit is made for white people in this specific instance shit is made for white people and uh it's harmless at the start but it trickles down yeah other shit like self-driving cars and yeah that shit's fucked up well i'm just like I'm sure they'll be able to fix it. I don't think that's an unfixable problem. No, they should be able but to. I just think that's fucking crazy it, that like it is <laughs> crazy like that, that it could just pass like cyber racism. Cyber <laughs> that AI is racist. Um, no, like, and even on the animation scale of like, then there's just equal representation and shit like that. Because mm-hmm. if you're not depicting how somebody actually looks right, like it doesn't serve the purpose of actually even representing somebody. Right. What else we got to say about Elon Musk? So another thing I want to talk about in the realm of uh, automated cars, self-driving cars, uh, I watched a video in class today that was about this, but it's like the ethical dilemmas that will arise in coding for self-driving cars. So basically the scenario is pretty similar to like, you know, the train problem. In yeah, ethics. you switch the tracks. And Basically, uh, the the trains on the path that's gonna kill five people, and it's basically ethically if you're supposed to switch it to the track that only would kill one person, or if you would just leave it because you're still when changing the track, you're still choosing to See, but kill somebody. Isn't leaving it a choice too, Louis? I think so. Yeah, right. And and that's what I always said, you know. But that's just the layer that makes it more complicated. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course you would choose five Save people's the most lives people. over one person. Uh, but basically the scenario I was giving was, uh, you know, the car in front of you stops really hard and you have to swerve out of the way to get it or you just hit the person in front of you. Obviously, if... If the AI just hits the person in front of you, you know, it it fucks up the people in front of you that are responsible. Yeah. But it's also really, also not making a decision that involves someone that doesn't. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's a there's a SUV on your left side and there's a motorcycle on your right side. Right. And and if you would swerve into the motorcycle, you know, it would be less damage to you, it would hurt you less. they're fucking dead. But it would kill the motorcyclist. And if you uh, go into the SUV, you know, 
it's more. It, it causes more damage, and it would cause more damage to you. But it would be, you know, that SUVs, safer for yeah. the SUV driver. They're likely to survive. So it's becoming a question, and this is a question that has been going on for a while with like drones and shit. Mm-hmm. But how much of the responsibility goes into like the programming of shit like this? Because if people start dying on motorcycles because AI starts swerving into them, <laughs> it says it says statistically this is the best choice, and just wrecks some dude on his motorcycle like goes flying off the highway. <laughs> Honestly, I do see that being like how someone would properly try to code something is by say, okay, here are your choices. This is the most most uh, economically and life-wise mm-hmm. statistically the best choice but i think if you're thinking practically it should be that it slams on its brakes mm-hmm. and runs into the person in front of it because that's, that's the person that's whose fault it is answer. or it's also in a way like the least risky mm-hmm. because Cars are designed for accidents Mm -hmm. at this point. Like, it's the reason that your car gets fucking slaughtered if you get in a wreck like that. But you survive. The thing about all these scenarios is they're only going to apply when we're starting to get more uh, self-driving cars on the road. Yeah. And there are still, you know, regular driving Will Smiths out there. You know, like an iRobot. The Will Smiths of the world. But here's another scenario that I thought was really interesting. Uh, same scenario, except there's motorcyclists on both sides of you. One is wearing a helmet and one is not. So, I think, I so, think the so the So the dilemma, if you swerve into the person with the helmet because he would have a better chance to survive, uh, you would be penalizing the better safer driver if you run into the person without a helmet then you're punishing him <laughs> like fucking robocop i don't think i think both of those motherfuckers are dead i don't know the statistics on how much a helmet on a motorcycle affects you probably a lot but i think i think if you get hit by a car on a motorcycle under most conditions you're fucking dead. You don't got no seatbelt. Seatbelts are what saves people in a car. You're going but flying. You're fucking dead. And maybe you don't have a I think fractured skull. But 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 that's the thing that would probably kill you. A lot of the car wreck killings is like head trauma shit, and it's not like that's fair. Cause like even if you fucking flew like a hundred <laughs> and have internal and, and, bleeding and, and whatever, broke, but yeah, you broke ten ribs, you broke your legs, you broke your arms. Uh, unless you like broke your neck, like you'd probably live. Like if you could get to the hospital, like you'd probably be fine. Like I don't know of the dude. of the bones that you don't want to crack, skull and spine are yeah. the top of those lists because you can break your legs. It you would can fucking break hurt. your legs. It would fucking hurt, but you would probably survive. You will survive broken legs, yeah. Well, and you see when, like, someone gets really fucked up, like, they'll do a whole body cast if they have mm-hmm. to. They'll have you just bedridden for months. Mm-hmm. They'll just teach your ass how to walk again, and you'll be fine. 
you know? Like, it's amazing what modern medicine can do, but, like, still, I think, I think nothing is always the safer choice. Like, just in the traditional, uh, setup of the train and the tracks, like, I'm still, like, fucking not my problem. Like, I'm not gonna touch it. So, so you would let it hit the five people and well, not hit the one person. Have you heard of the other one where it's like, okay, there's a vehicle oncoming and there's like two people in the way of it and you have the option to push a fat person in the way of the vehicle to stop it? Do you push the person, that person in front to save to two stop people? It? Yeah. No, because I don't think that a fat person would necessarily stop a car. <laughs> they're, Louis, they're like... Unless it's like a Snorlax. Like, <laughs> a Snorlax is blocking your way, then get it the fuck out of there. They're like... They're like... You have to play the pokey flute to get it out of the way. <laughs> they're like 250 pounds at least. The, the two people are both goners. Do we, do we value people by how much they weigh? No. It's I say yes. I say throw the fat guy in front of the thing. <laughs> what it, changed your mind? I never I never said my answer. Fuck them fat people. <laughs> the skinny people's lives matter, matter more. more. That's at least what Hollywood okay, is telling me. Louis, That's what so, society Louis, tells so, me, so I'm doing. So there's like a 300-pound person that you can push in the way of the vehicle that's going to kill, like, the hottest person you've ever seen in the, like... In your entire life. I'm doing it a hundred out of a hundred times. <laughs> and, and if there was a guy who was 500 pounds uh, standing next to him, I'd push both of them out of the way. Put bo- push both of them <laughs> in the way to save the hot person. The one hot person. <laughs> so yeah, it does sound like there's going to be a lot of problems with this shit in the future. Like, none of this sounds good. No, like and all these all these things coming out about self driving cars, like it's definitely making me less confident about them. Because when they were first coming out, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we're all just gonna be driving cars by the far off distant future of 2020." And I think I think it's a novelty though. I think that's part of why Tesla is popular. Mm-hmm. Is a lot of people are like, "Ooh, I got," because it's like custom made, you know. Like, when you order a Tesla, you get to choose different features Mm -hmm. and shit like that. And, like, that's just all very, I feel like I'm in the future, I'm getting this custom electric vehicle. Yeah. Like, and I'm all down for having a car that will parallel park itself or, or, uh, do basic shit. Or come pick me up in the parking lot or something. Yeah. Like, that's dope. That is the future. I would much rather have just easily incorporated AI, not AI-heavy shit, where it's like, I'm trusting my life to you, robot. Like, let's go. You know? Because any, any ethical problem is going to be difficult to get around. Because any situation where the AI has to execute, like, you know, emergency procedures in like a crash or something like do you value uh your life do you value uh the other people on the roads life do you value you know 
I think. Like, it's so hard to value one life over another, especially in, like, a one-to-one comparison. Well, that's why I also say, like, do just just have the vehicle stop. Because that's the most likely thing you're going to do in your own natural reaction. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was so close to getting in a wreck on the highway, like, just a couple weeks ago. By a self-driving car? No, just by some fucking idiot. And that's the thing, too. Self-driving cars are perfect when there's other self-driving cars on the mm-hmm. road. But when it's other humans interacting with self-driving vehicles, there's not, like... Because literally, when you go to peak AI, it'll be that there is, like, a hive mind mm-hmm. for self-driving cars that communicates where the other self-driving cars are. Yeah. And it can just weave around each other. And yeah. drive however it fucking wants because it's all the same system. But interacting with actual people is just fucking messy. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that hard to merge onto the highway, yeah. but people can't fucking do it. Humans are more unpredictable. So what is the AI going to do when you're in uh, the second to the left lane and someone gets on the expressway and uh, slashes four lanes over and hits you. No, There's dude, not going to be any... You, I see this so fucking often where somebody will... I'll be on the highway and I'll be in the left lane, like the far left lane. Mm-hmm. Somebody will be right next to the first lane where there's a ramp coming on. Mm-hmm. They'll just not give a fuck that there's a vehicle about to get on the highway, mm-hmm. not speed up, or slow down, or get over to let them get on, just be like, la-di-da, and then, oh shit, there's a car right next to me, and they'll just go in the other lane. Yeah. That's almost how I got in a wreck. So I had to quickly judge, there's not a car behind me, give my brake a tap, go out into, like, the little bit of the median, Mm -hmm. where there's space in between, like, the barrier and shit. Right. And give them space to fucking weave around this person that they totally fucking saw getting on the highway. Right. They're just a piece of shit and don't know that their car can't accelerate fast enough to fucking get out of the way. (laughs) And they need to just tap their fucking brakes. Because everybody's impatient and doesn't want to fucking slow down for a half a second to make shit easier. That's the reason that traffic jams happen is because humans are so fucking stupid and selfish that literally... If you just followed the rules of the road, if you went the exact speed limit, there should not be any traffic jams because it'll keep traffic flowing. But if you hit the the way that it works is like... Why would driving slower... It's basically that it kind of sets pace for the flow of traffic. Well, there's still a pace of the traffic press. It's just not 55 miles per hour on the express. No, our speed limits are fucking stupid here. I understand that. But, But like... There is a flow of traffic, though. Like There is. I'm just saying, like, half the reason is that nobody's like, oh, let me let this person onto the highway real quick. Because you're in a traffic jam, and you think that that's going to help you go faster. You're still going to be fucking waiting. If everybody was just like, okay, I'll just let this person over, because there'd be more time if not everybody was speeding and shit, mm-hmm. to have people get on. We also have no on ramp here, because half the time when you travel, you see that there's like a fucking mile mm-hmm. 
of the lane for you to get on the highway. Right. No. So, yeah, one day, if it was homogenous and, uh, you know, every car on the road was self-driving car, there probably wouldn't be any accidents like that. If we get the racist AI sorted out, there wouldn't be any person collisions or anything like that. But, but I also but think the problem people might just control be, too much. Yeah. To let that happen, you know, like, like Will Smith in iRobot. Yeah. He he could be doing uh, doing regular shit like everybody else, but no. He said, "Fuck them robots." It would be nice though if we had AIs because we could go a lot faster if uh, we the speed limit wasn't fifty five. Like if everything was AI the and it was all limit, connected, the speed limit would not be fifty five. It would be like eighty. It would be like one hundred twenty. <laughs> if everyone else on the road had AI and like I said, like you said, they're all fucking talking to each yeah. other. They're all communicating with each other. You can go that fast then, but the reason why there's a speed limit now is because people can't have shit. That's true. And that's why I wouldn't like self-driving cars now because they would drive 55 an hour on That's true. That'd be fucking stupid. Adds 15 minutes to your daily commute. Fuck that. Dude, I get... I regularly... I can... I can I get regularly to, drive 80 to go, like, to my job. Mm-hmm. And I get there in... Once I'm on the highway, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. You know? I can speed, too. But... But... If you're going the speed limit, I swear to God, it, it, and like anytime you look up Google Maps directions, it's this if you're going the speed limit, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, all right, enjoy your 20 minute drive. Fuck you, mm-hmm. cut that shit in half. It it depends on the time of the day though. I I will go a little bit more slow if there's more traffic, obviously. Mm-hmm. But in the morning, half the time, there's fucking nobody. Ah, uh, no, no, no. When, when I'm up, when you go to when work, I'm up, yes. Because Preston is at a coffee shop, so he goes to work I gotta be serving all the other birds. I'm going to work at like 9. I fight the 9 to 5 rush with a passion. And it's a bunch of people that fucking hate their life. And they're all dressed up in their fucking Subaru Forester, for example. And they're just sad as fuck. (laughs) Smiling to keep from crying. Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) No, I love seeing what kind of crazy people are up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I've only opened a handful of times at my job, but that's always when the weirdest people are in. Probably some of the hardest workers, too. Dude, no, not even. Probably, like, it'll UPS be, drivers, Ed. It'll be people who are regulars, and they just get up early, which is scary as fuck to me, because I'm I'm a night owl by nature. I just get up early for my job. Grandma's but like grandma's like I would just wake up at four o'clock in the morning. It's fucking old morning. man. And there's this one guy, he's very regular, and I think he's mostly there on the weekends, but he'll be there around to open and he'll just go chill in the cafe and he'll like turn the lights off. It for like one portion of the cafe. He will? Yes! The light switches out there. He'll just like and chill out there. And he'll sit like a monk in solitude <laughs> in his dark Corner. Well, people are just so fucking entitled, you know? And so, a while ago, there was this homeless dude who was in, and, like, I gave him some free stuff, and, like, somebody 
bought him a coffee. Then somebody comes up and fucking complains to me about him, like, oh, he's not wearing a mask and he's probably not vaccinated. And I'm like, dude, you don't fucking know if anybody in here is vaccinated. Because you're not allowed to You're You're choosing to come here and take your mask off to talk to your fucking buddies. You're here every fucking weekend doing that shit. And the thing is, I get that the homeless dude's like walking around, but he's not doing anything. And there are plenty of entitled assholes who walk into the place like they fucking own it and walk around anyway. He's right. not the only person to have done that. So like, I don't know. You just meet certain people and you know they think they're better than other people. Yeah. And that's a fucked up mentality to have. Because we're yeah. all just fucking human. There are some things more valuable than money. Wisdom. Wisdom. And time. You know what? I like that you're a bourbon man. I do too. I, I don't think our friendship would be as tight. It wouldn't be the same without the bourbon, Louie. <laughs> That's an interesting perspective. No, just like... No, okay, so... Some people... They see that I'm drinking straight bourbon, and they feel like they need to say something every time. I, I, like, I have a roommate or two when I'm drinking straight bourbon, they'll be like, oh man, that's hard. That's hard. It's not. It's like, I'm not doing it to fucking show off. It's just not that bad. It's not that bad. Have it on the rocks. And fucking, I've met a surprising amount of people who... Because you're culturally sold alcohol. Like, in the same way that people are culturally sold uh, coffee, in a way, and in a certain point in history, people were sold nicotine mm-hmm. as, like, it's part of the adult lifestyle. Yeah. And there you are plenty of people... you have a drink. It's there are plenty of people at, who... I see at my job where I'm like, you're getting this much sweetener in your coffee? It is okay that you do not like coffee. Just have a fucking tea, or we have other alternatives. Like... Don't fucking make me make you well, a cup of caramel <laughs> sauce. Like, fuck off. A lot of the shit at, like, Starbucks is hardly coffee. It's more it, like a milkshake. It, right. And I have a friend who really doesn't like to drink, and I was talking about it with him, and he said, no, I, if I'm drinking, I'm not going to drink beer. Like, I don't see the point of drinking beer or anything that's not strong, mm-hmm. because if I'm drinking... It's to get drunk. And so I'd rather drink like Everclear, which that's fucked up. I wouldn't drink Everclear. So if I'm trying to get drunk, I will have bourbon, but I also, I don't know. For some reason, I also enjoy wine and I enjoy the taste of some beer. And maybe it's because I have been sold the idea. You can get drunk off of wine though. Yeah, you can. And, and it doesn't taste bad. Like it's the same reason with like caffeine yeah, like, yeah. I could just drink espresso and be caffeinated very easily. Uh-huh. But maybe I want to make something that tastes good and also does that. Yeah. You know? And so, like, I want to get, like... You know, it's, it's a mix. Yeah. I want to get, like, a whole bar set up, though, to, like, actually make cocktails and shit. Because that's... Be cool. It's interesting. And yeah. that way you get to, like, experiment more. And I think, in a way, that's, like, what you should do in life of just, like... Try a bunch of shit and see what you like. You know, I like like different types of drinks, but I like bourbon. That's that's that, what I. That's go your for. go-to. Cause the thing about bourbon, you know, I don't need to mix it with anything. I can drink it straight. 
people think bourbon's the hardest shit in the world to drink straight. That's not true. I know people that drink like flavored burnet straight, and that's way fucking worse. What's the worst thing you can imagine drinking straight? Vodka. And I have done that before. I've taken vodka pulls, but it's just Vodka's disgusting. Not too bad. Are some, you kidding? Some shit you do need a chaser. Vodka tastes bad in mixed drinks. Good vodka should taste like nothing. Well, I've never had good vodka. It should so burn a little because it's hard alcohol. But no, like you get some good vodka, it shouldn't taste like anything at all. Well, um, we, we even say this burns like that yeah. when the ice is melted. I wouldn't yeah. say so. First drink. Well, that's, that's the point six, of putting maybe. ice in your yeah. shit, though, is to dilute it and, like, yes, cool it off a little. But, like, you could drink bourbon at room temperature. I wouldn't put some alcohols in the freezer. Like, over time, it just fucks with it. You wouldn't want Tequila to put is honestly one of the harshest things to drink straight. It's fine if you do it with, like, salt and lime, but the straight taste of tequila, I I could not. Yeah. I could not sip it's on tequila. It's pretty gross. It is fucking gross. I remember uh, I was having a birthday party when I was a lot younger, and, you know, so there was a bunch of, like, solo cups all over the place. And, you know, not, like, liquor solo cups. I was drinking, like... Uh, soda. I was, I was drinking like a Coke, and uh, I confused my cup for my dad's, and I, it was bourbon, but you know it looked brown, so I thought it was mine. Yeah. And let me tell you, that was the worst <laughs> thing I have ever fucking tasted, and I almost fucking puked right then, right there. I was literally like, Egh. oh my god, and. We've just come a long way. You We've know, come a long way. I feel like anyone who tasted beer when they they were younger was just like, ugh, yeah. ugh, beer. Most it, alcohol tastes shitty on the first go. And now it's just like, yeah, beer. Yeah. But I'm I'm with your coworker in the sense that, like, if I'm trying to get fucked up, keep the fucking beer from away from me. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll drink beer at the end of the night to kind of maintain, mm-hmm. you know... Because at a certain point, like buzzed, because I like being buzzed more than I like being drunk. You know, like when you when you start to get drunk, you kind of hit that point of where you're like very present Mm -hmm. and kind of giddy. Like that's how most people respond to a certain amount of alcohol. So like, what do you do? I'll just have I'll have like two beers. It takes like two beers for me to get a buzz, but like. If I'm trying to get drunk, no, I'm not drinking beer. I would have to drink a six-pack and more to get drunk off of beer because it's not high alcohol. Bourbon's great for that, and like, and, and that's why people like cocktails is because they can have a couple of cocktails and be drunk. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a whole craft culture around alcohol is because there is like an artistry to making something not taste like what the effect is. I want that illusion of not consuming alcohol. Because I don't get, like, sugary cocktails or anything like that. Like, I, I still want the taste of alcohol. I think sugary drinks are... Not to judge anyone who doesn't like, like, straight fucking bourbon like I do. But uh, the people that like, like, the grasshoppers and shit like that. Like, all the sugary drinks. They're, they're inexperienced 
drinkers. They don't really know mm-hmm. what they're doing. They think all liquor tastes bad, so they're just going to put a bunch of sugar in it and hope it goes away. But the taste never really goes away, and it makes it worse for you the next day. People always ask uh, if I'm in bad shape the next day, and I'm always like, no, I'm fine. Because yeah. I was just drinking fucking So, so you think it's bread. like the sugar crash that fucks some people up? I don't know if it's called like the sugar crash, but yes, because you got to think the the sugar is uh, making you dehydrated too. That's true. It's not just the alcohol. So, mm-hmm. so they're just tag teaming on you. Yeah. They're taking turns with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but you're fucking right. And I, I've had to like, cause you know, when you're just a kid literally and you just drink soda like all the time, mm-hmm. so I have had to tell myself before, like, this is not hydrating. This is not refreshing. It may taste that way, but like, I just rode my bike for an hour. I should probably drink some actual fucking water. Right. You know? Yeah. But if, if culturally you're sold ideas as being like acceptable yeah I know some people that are like I'm thirsty let me drink a coke I always I'm always that guy where I'm like you know caffeine is actually a diuretic so it will make you more thirsty sorry about that true be like, oh, no it's not yes it is no it's not uh, have you ever met somebody that doesn't like the taste of water Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Handles in the description as always. And if you could, share the podcast with someone and give us some feedback. Thank you.